Everybody out there, thanks once again for joining me for another show. Uh, for my audience that's already been tuning in from a few weeks back, um, of course, I think I've, uh, well, I know it's no think in it. I've communicated that I'm getting ready to take me a vacation. Uh, actually, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to start my packing actually right after this podcast. So, end up I was like let me get this out of the way before I officially get everything started and just gonna relax have a good time like I said try to remove myself from the world but before I do all of that of course I like I got some business I got to take care of here huh so we're gonna get things started like we always do end up with just talking about some of the stuff that I've seen uh far as whether in my personal life or something I just came across. And one of them that I did want to touch on before we get into the show was uh, I was watching one of my favorite shows, which is uh, Power Ghosts. And it's the spinoff of the original uh, Power series. And <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Uh, I be finding things that seem like some people might not pay attention to. So the whole cast, I noticed, even when they just sitting at home, in particular Mary J. Blige, she she'll be at home wearing Gucci clothes and you know dressed up. <laughs> the first thing I know it's a TV show, obviously. The first thing I think, yeah, when I come home, like I think most people do, yeah. But if I'm just gonna be at the house, me, yeah, I'm just gonna be in something simple. T-shirt, shorts, and actually, I'm probably getting in, you know, I'm probably changing clothes, like, literally, as soon as I get home, five minutes into me getting home, that's, like, one of the first things I do, so I just thought, saw that this week, I thought it was kind of funny uh, in regards to the show, and end up, uh, back to me, and uh, going on this vacation, yeah, uh, not sure why I'm one of those people. I'm normally going to do things in advance, but I will say when it comes to packing, yeah, that's one thing that I'm normally going to be late in doing. But, you know, I'll get started like right after this. Hopefully it doesn't take me that long uh, to do. But, you know, I got the whole day to get it done. So it'll get there. So that's that's good. I call those good problems, huh? Yeah. And something else I was going to touch on, I was riding uh, actually with somebody in my car and I know the person that was in my car because I do, I will admit, I keep my car very clean. Um, they didn't, they they asked could they eat in my car <laughs> and I laughed because I was like, well, of course, like I'm not somebody, I, I mean, I, I definitely believe in taking care of the things that I got in my life, but I'm not one to, you know, worship material things. So, you know, even if somebody was in my car, if I had a kid or somebody, a family member, they had an accident in it, if they didn't do it on purpose, it's not a big deal to me. That's what we got insurance for. And just clothes, uh, just anything material, you know, I, I, I like nice things, but thankfully I've never been that type of person to make a big deal, you know, if the person didn't mean to 
you know, destroy, you know, destroy whatever I might have had. But anyhow, let's get to the show, people. Hopefully, everybody week is going great. I know mine is. You can tell. You know, I'm feeling like that kid that uh, I felt like Friday because as I'm uh, recording this podcast, it's a Sunday. But I was going to say I felt like a kid first day of the last day of school on Friday because I actually woke up on Friday, like ready to get my workday started and everything. So, <laughs> but enough about me. Let's get to the show for real. So today's show, end up, we're going to start off, as always, with a quote of the week. And the quote is, attitudes are contagious. Make sure yours is worth catching. Let me say that again. Attitudes are contagious. Make sure yours is worth catching. So I'm all about having positive energy and no negative vibes around me. I, I don't do no negative vibes, no drama. I, I don't do that in my personal life, as we all know. We should know if you've been listening to this podcast any. So I believe I'm all around. I believe I'm all around someone that's. If I'm around someone that's negative, yeah, they got to be removed. Because yeah, it's gonna rub. I feel like it's gonna rub off on me. And I'm not trying to have that, not at all. Like not not from the way I think. I think positive. Um, not negativity. I just can't have that around me. Right? I do because I do believe, you know, if you start being around someone negative enough, yeah, they're gonna rub off on you. Furthermore, sometimes we have to look hard to find. You know, like I said, sometimes we have to look hard to find that positive, but. You know, you ain't never got to look that hard to find the negative, I feel. If you're a negative person, yeah, you, it, it's not hard for you to find something ne to be negative about. So, you know, just be mindful of those things. Therefore, make sure you're giving off the energy, you know, you want to get back. I know that's my big pet peeve in life, you know. And so, as a result, make sure your energy is worth catching. So today's episode... I'm just going to touch on, I know, really the few key, um, some, a few key qualities I feel that a good man should have. So when I say that, we hear about negative things on regular in today's society when it comes to both men and women, unfortunately. You know, however I feel the positive and good traits of each aren't talked about enough, and there are good, there are good women out there still, just like they are good men, since I consider myself to be one of them. Also, I'm not saying uh, to go and accept anything now. Hear me, definitely hear me out on that. But you're going to, you know, you're going to stay disappointed in trying to find your life partner if you're looking for someone perfect. Nobody is perfect, including you and me. Therefore, nobody has a perfect marriage or life, despite what you may feel when you see things on social media. Therefore, in this episode... I'm going to talk about a cute, I mean, I'm just going to talk about a few key qualities in a good man a woman should look for. And let me give you an update on a news flash. A guy making six figures or more is not one of them. <laughs> so I'm very much aware that money is important to have in this world we live in today. But it shouldn't be, you know, the end all be all in deciding a man's worth. Not to mention if a man has these key qualities that I'm about to discuss, the money will fall into place. Trust me. So the first one, I hear all of these qualities of, you know, about money, 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 those things. 
And I feel this right here don't get talked about enough. And I feel this actually one of the most important. It for And it's a God-fearing man. A true God-fearing man is aware that he answers to a higher power. Therefore, not saying he won't make no mistakes and not be flawed like he, all humans are, but this guy won't consistently do just about anything to hurt you or treat you any type of way. Also, I can't speak on other religions, but if he's a Christian believer like I am, this is a guy that usually has an extra incentive to want to get married one day to someone he would, he feel would make a great life partner, no matter how good a financial space he may be in or or how or how many nice looking women that find him attractive currently because he would be aware that premarital sex is not in the will of God to be doing. I know it was for me. I, I can honestly say, even though I was out there, uh, definitely, you know, for myself. Yeah. I always felt that way. Like, you know, this is something that I'm very aware of cognizant of. And, you know, like I said, a God fearing man, you're going to want to do what's right. And you're not going to just want to just be out there doing anything. Second, is he a hard worker? See, the average hardworking man is going to be willing to work two or more jobs if needed to support his family. In addition, he won't just do the bare minimum any job he's on and will go above and beyond. For those of you that don't know, that's a key trait for anybody striving to be successful <laughs> to have. Some people don't realize that they're full of, I mean, some people really don't realize their full potential, though, or might just need a little guidance, especially if they aren't college educated. So a good example, my dad just has a high school diploma, but he's a hard worker, always been a hard worker that works in the construction and knows his stuff in regards to his field. With him being a hard worker and loving what he do, what he do for a living, he's, he was always willing to learn how to understand and do new things. As a result, once he got his resume to reflect the things he truly knew and to show his value, his career took off in his early 40s. But looking back at it, likely that would have happened in his early 30s as well if he had, um, you know, just had updated his resume. So definitely I say all of that. Don't be quick to rule out a guy just because he might not be college educated or where you think he should be at, especially if he had, he's a hard worker. And the next one and the last one, does he know how to stay in his lane in life? So when I say know how to stay in his lane, a guy might be riding around in a car that isn't a luxury car, but just a gas saver, and but it can get him from point A to point B. He might not never wear the new Jordans, but know how to go into TJ Maxx and put together a nice but simple outfit he don't need to pay a lot for. Or he might not be living in a high-rise apartment with a concierge and all, but got a nice clean place inside where he stays, which might give him the option to afford to treat uh, to afford to treat and do nice things for a woman he's interested in as another man possibly can that might make him uh, double his salary. So I actually feel like this was me kind of since I graduated college, specifically when I moved to Dallas, Texas, I can honestly say I was making half, I know it was people that was making double the salary I was making. However, I was living... Uh, yeah, I always been living anything I wanted. I can honestly say it wasn't anything that I can ever be like, dang, I would like to have that, but I can't have that right now. I was basically been doing it, anything I really wanted to do. 
And I know part of that, I, well, I know the key reason is that because I just know how to stay in my lane. And when I say stay in my lane, I'm just about to explain that some more. A good example, uh, now, I will admit I always had a luxury car since I uh, pretty much uh, been an adult. But I didn't have a, when I moved to Dallas, Texas, I didn't have a car note. But so, okay, so that's one reason I'm staying in my lane. My car at that time, it was probably like six I'm going to say probably about six, seven years old. But, yeah, like I said, at that point, I didn't have a car note, so I'm winning in that I'm winning in that situation. I wasn't about to stay anywhere. I, I was like, we're going back to staying in your lane. Now, that's, that's important to me. I got to be somewhere that I feel safe at. But at the same time, I don't need to be in a high-rise apartment, uh, you know, with a concierge and all of that. So I remember I got me a nice place when I moved to Dallas. Um, I remember it was a nice luxury one-bedroom apartment because I even told them, I think they had a 650-square-foot apartment. That was the smallest they had, if I remember. <laughs> but that was fine for me because, like I said, I knew I lived by myself. That's, that was more than enough room I needed, you know, especially, you know, had a kitchen, bathroom, bedroom, you know, living room. I'm good. So, and clothes-wise, even though I love, I'm a big polo fan, and I definitely wear a lot of polo, I'm a smart shopper. So when I say I'm a smart shopper, usually I'm normally, even though I definitely – you know, I'm going to go get the, you know, go to Macy's, go to Dillard's, go online, buy a lot of the polo that I get from those two places. I'm normally buying things when they have their big sale. And both of them, trust me, they have their huge sales at least five times a year, at least five or six times a year, actually. And when they do, and then, you know, I'm a person got a Macy's card as well. I just pretty much, you know, pay whatever. If it was a sale, 40% off. Sometimes I pay that sale, get my 40%, then use my card, get an extra 30% off. That makes 70%. And then, of course, since I already got the money, I go ahead and just pay it at the end of the month to that Macy's card. And boom, like I said, that's 70% off. I just saved on clothes. And, you know, as far as being a sneakerhead, yeah, I mean, I always been a sneakerhead since I was like probably in eighth grade. But you know, I don't get every Jordan that comes out. I'm more of a person, or even not just Jordans, uh, but I use Jordan because of course that's the most popular. Uh, any new shoes that come out, yeah, I'm gonna. If I feel like I really like them, I definitely get them. But I'm normally getting like five pair of shoes maybe a year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not no person that just, like I said, just huge getting a lot of shoes yearly. Cause I got my priorities in order, and I'm not just be honest. I'm not even, I'm not even wearing. I mean, I'm just let beside dressing up on the weekends that I would probably be wearing them. Yeah, I don't see enough. I don't see myself, you know, having used to be uh, getting every pair, even if I wanted to. But that's just me. Like I said, everybody lane different. I just know that's not my lane. Yeah, and I say all of that. I've seen some guys uh, ride around with a luxury car, but they don't want to drive 10 minutes outside of their way somewhere for a woman he's dating with with the two of them in the car together, by the way, <laughs> like, or because of gas, he's worried about gas or 
uh, got a noticeable dent in his new luxury car, but still that dent there like eight months later. Now, I'm I'm not talking about no small dent. I'm talking about considerable. And then, of course, you know, the guy you might see at the club or somewhere with, you know, got Gucci on, but, you know, got no furniture in his apartment or even I take it a step further. He might not even have a place for that matter of his own. So, you know, don't get caught up in just going off what you're seeing on the outside because it don't always, it's, you know, like I said, what you see on the outside, you know, you better look a little deeper in that with some people or don't be quick to just write somebody off uh, real quickly because you see them riding around in that car that you might think not all that. So just words of advice there uh, from somebody who I know I can speak from experience. So. Oh, man. So we didn't got to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, let's see. This guy wrote, I've been told that I'm too nice of a guy by multiple women. Should I stop being, how should I stop being nice? Uh, well, first, context matters, as I always say. Uh, when she say you're too nice, uh, are you letting people, I guess I would need to know, are you letting people run over you on a regular? You know, because that's definitely one type of nice where no woman, she's not looking for, I don't feel no woman, I should say. It always exception to the rule. But the average woman, she's not looking for a man that's just going to let her run all over her. She wants somebody, even if he's a nice guy, she's going to want a guy to give her some pushback sometime. I, I know it sounds crazy. And she might feel otherwise but no woman uh, the average woman is not going to want a guy that she knows she can just do whatever with so that's what I'm curious if that's the case yeah you are too nice but at the same time if you just consider nice where you're the type of person that you know somebody reach out to you and you can help them with something and you choose to help them and especially if you're in a position to do so I don't think you're too nice. Now, what might be happening, You sometimes some people don't appreciate you being that type of nice, and they'll unfortunately try to take advantage of it. So it's just all about, you know, getting with the right people uh, in your circle who will appreciate you, you know, being nice like that. All right, everybody. That's going to be the end of the show. I know I was probably in a hurry today. I do apologize. I just know I'm up against the clock and uh, trying to get some things done. But thanks, everybody, for joining. I will talk to you all hopefully. Uh, with no, hopefully in it. I definitely going to make sure I have a show uh, the next week, even though I'm going to be gone for two weeks. And hopefully everybody have a great week and talk to you next time.